Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, and we have arrived at 7.06. We're there. The morning started. Happy Friday. It's your day. When is it Friday? Every day. That's, that's how you got to start your mind off. What's today? It's a good day. What's your favorite day of the week? 844-STUDIO-4. You can call and jump in anytime on the conversation. I'm going to say this, even if it's not relevant to what we're talking about, just something happened to you. What happened to you yesterday? I was walking around. I saw a lot of smiles yesterday. Was it an abnormal amount of smiles I saw? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe everyone's just happy around here. I like living in a happy town. Everybody seems, everybody seems so nice. Maybe it's all these random selfies. Maybe everyone's just started picking it up. You know, we're moving the needle positivity, moving it forward. Bill, who'd you take a random selfie with yesterday? Absolutely nobody. That's what I'm talking... Oh, wait, what? Nobody. You were supposed to take a random selfie. I do apologize. I did take a picture for a family. Okay. Yeah. You were asked... started right there, yes. Okay, was this in the city? This was... uh, No, this is right outside of Burkdale, actually. Okay. (laughs) Well, hey, I, I guess we're working our way towards Charlotte for Charlotte to be okay with that, you know, taking the random picture. But hey, we'll yeah. we'll stick in Huntersville. So what? Give me the scene. Set me up a little bit. You were walking. What were you doing? Oh, I was walking. I was on my way. Uh, I was right outside Shake Shack. Went to that pizza spot right across this. I don't know. Neva- is it Navazio? Nizivio? Niz? It's Italian. It was delicious. Is it's what it good. was. It was pretty good. It's good pizza. It's pretty good. Um, and then it was uh, a family's birthday, or one of their daughters had a birthday going. And uh, I took a picture of the whole family, portrait mode and everything. Hooked them up with at least four to five options. You got to. Yeah. D- now, were you were you an onlooker at the family, and then like you guys caught eyes, or were no, you I head was, down? I and... was taking my. Uh, I was actually on the on the phone. Oh. Um, wow. Looking so approachable on the phone. Dang. For them to just pick me out of my car. Actually, you know what? Now I'm choosing violence. (laughs) If you see me on the phone, know that I'm talking to somebody. I'm just kidding. You can always, (laughs) always ask me to take a picture. Always. Maybe that's just it. Maybe maybe rather than... Some people are afraid to take a random selfie with someone else. Secondary to that, also equal of value... Be willing to take someone else's photo for them. A, a nice way to show a friendly, kind gesture to help. Because we all want those memories. Let me hook you up with a memory. How many pictures are on your phone that you've never looked at? Oh, my phone, every time I open up the photos, cloud has not updated in a year. Too full. Yes, way too full. You need three clouds. So there's memories happening that you won't, you can't ever look at again because you have so many memories already. Correct. Uh, half of them are just pictures of my phone in my pocket. Is that what happens in our brain after a while? That like the, the inbox is so full that like the oldest memories start getting deleted. Far out, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to get you thinking, man. Sensory overload, man. I think that's what happens, right? You can't, you know, you don't have 
infinite room in in at least my brain. Or do we? I have not untapped it, tapped it, untapped it. Figured it out. Figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, but um. You know who's figuring out the brain? Elon Musk. He's trying. He's trying to work the the CEO, the new CEO of X. There's a clip out there. She was talking about about the 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 brand change. Talking about the the excitement moving forward, opening up everything, this this entire ecosystem where you can just put everything out there. I wonder if Twitter will ever really become like the most used platform. You know the most used platform? Do you know which one it is? Facebook. Facebook. Facebook okay. is wor- worldwide the most used platform as far as in the social game. Well, X is going to be the everything app. I just still struggle with the name. Like, is X inviting? Like, like Grandma. Is Grandma going to use X? I just don't know. I don't think Grandma's... Gigi, are you on board with this? I think it's awesome. I don't know if... I don't know if it's inviting. And it's, like, dark, too. You know, it's like a black X with the white letter. Like, infinite space time continuum. Come and share your content. Hey, man, the everything app is, is scary. It's a scary world. It's a scary app. Is that what they're referring to as the everything app? The everything app. Isn't that too much though? Like what like can I order pizza? <laughs> <laughs> we we had a meeting yesterday because we're hosting a, a digital content seminar today with the Lake Norman Chamber. And so Richard Shannon and, and Ben Daniels start telling me that you can order things now, and I didn't know this, through like your Alexa device. Like you don't even have to like go on your phone anymore. You can just say, Alexa. Order me a new uh, power plug. I need it here in two days. And it, the, it'll just take charge and just get you something there in two days. You don't even have to log into the app anymore. I'm trying to understand how – are we really giving that up now at this point? As a, as a consumer, an avid consumer, someone who buys products, I don't think I can relinquish that control. Are you okay giving up that control? Alexa, uh, purchase big screen, change shipping address. Oh. That's my new thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's where my mind is. I don't have an Alexa at the house. I, I don't have one of those home. Do you have one of those home devices? I do not. I don't. Um, I'm still going to ask when I walk into your house. Well, you can't. I mean, they're listening. Don't get me wrong. They're always listening. I, I just, I can't find myself to be like, yo, let me get one of these home devices and make my life easier, yet give up all my data. Like, give everything to them. Because the moment you put that thing on your Wi-Fi... It's hard to believe that it's not monitoring everything that you do. And they're already monitoring everything. Look, remember Ed Snowden? We forgot about him. Do we forget about Ed Snowden? We don't talk about Ed Snowden. I mean, he's still putting content out. Oh, yeah. He's still, he's still out here. Uh, definitely. Is he still in Russia? Is that where he's um, hanging out at these days? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't know. I wonder if he's treated like a king over there. You know, like just like mm-hmm. sits down and has like a BLT with Putin. No. You don't think so? I don't. I I doubt it. I, maybe though, because like uh, uh, otherwise, like it's just like a joke. Like okay, yeah, well, you can hang out here because we're not, we're definitely not sending you back to the U.S. And so he just chose Russia because of that. You think that's the soul? And Russia's got some beautiful spots. You remember that picture of Putin riding on the horse with no shirt on? Back like when, I do. Him, when him and Trump were beefing, right? Were 
Well, I guess President Trump is probably still beefing with him. I mean, I guess the world is beefing with Putin right now. Mm. I think I saw that we're spending, sending Biden requests another like twenty billion for Ukraine. So I told print it. I told <laughs> I told you there there was a, we have some dear friends. Um, she is from Ukraine. She's a she's an ESL teacher. Demi knows her. Her parents came here from Ukraine last weekend. Their first time to America. Their first time um, meeting their grandbaby here in the U.S. And so it was quite an experience. They came out of the car when they got to our house, just cell phone out. I love America. It is so beautiful. And just like filming, documenting the entire scenario. They were very excited. Had a chance to speak with them about what's going on in Ukraine. So let me take this opportunity. Not a lot of communication from the government, but they did say that like the world aid, like without it, Ukraine would have been obliterated. Like there's no doubt about it. That they that definitely without the world aid toward Ukraine, always for us is when you know when as a country as we give money, what's the end game? What's the end game? And I don't know if we'll really know that answer. It could be. It could. It could not end. So. That's a great way to start the day. 844-STUDIO-4. We love hanging out with you. Give us some happy thoughts. Good morning, LKN. Coming right back. Word of the day. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepa spills on the sticks. 718. I, uh, I found a random story. This floor, the Florida, Florida mayor, I think in a, a Tampa, you see this, they were, they were on a boat. Tampa mayor was on a boat on a fishing trip, just found this bundle of cocaine. A million dollars worth of cocaine. I was fishing and I found this satchel and see what had happened was it was just floating. So I picked it up. I opened it. I just figured that's a good thing to do. Let's open, let's open the satchel. And I found a bunch of cocaine. I was just fishing. I wasn't doing nothing. Just found a satchel of cocaine. I'm one of those, like, when I see something, like, and I'm out, I, I think, like, maybe it's all, like, the, the crime documentaries you see, right? Like, I don't want my fingerprints on it. You know, like, like you see something sitting on the street, and you wonder, hmm, should I touch that? It might be, hmm, is that the winning lottery ticket I see right there on the ground? Uh, I think I'm, nope, never mind. Not, and then I just come in like an eagle. Like, no, no, don't touch it. That is an active crime scene. So I don't know if I'm fishing, which I don't do much of because I don't have the patience. Am I touching the satchel that's floating through? What if there was like a severed head in that satchel? You want to touch that? What if it was a satchel full of rats? You want to touch that? What if it was a satchel full of last year's harvest from Bill Russell of zucchini? You touching that? Nope, because it's rotten by now. I did have some good zucchini, though, yesterday. I think it was, it was zucchini, I think, Demi cooked up. His, the, was it the zucchini or squash that Bill Russell gave us? I think it was, it was one of the two. Anyway, it was absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. Bill, what's next? Something's going to come at some point. Maybe, maybe not. All right, let's do word of the day. Bill's trying hard over here. And 
Word of the day. Word of the day. <laughs> Sorry, a little technical <laughs> glitch there with uh, my intro music. The word of the day. Today's word of the day is dimmer. Dimmer. That's D-E-M-U-R. Dimmer. Demmer, D-E-M-U-R. It's a verb. It's what you do. Verb, what you do. Okay, got it. May I have it in a sentence, please, sir? Despite her initial reluctance, she did not dimmer when asked, when asked to participate in the project. She did not shy away from. To shy away from. She did not hesitate. She, yes. She, yeah. Is it you're, well? You're pretty close. Gosh, you're pretty close. She did not um, intensely shy away from. The committee members had no choice but to dimmer at the proposal, as it went against their ethical standards. To dimmer, to dimmer, to not back down, to adamantly not back down. You are once again almost quite <laughs> spot on. Give it up for your host of Good Morning OKN. Uh, Demmer, the definition is to make objection, especially on the grounds of moral or ethical considerations, or to take exception. To take exception. Correct. So to take exception. So to, to uh, I Demmer, the idea that mustard-flavored Skittles would be better than regular mustard. Yes, excellent use of the sentence. Thank you. Well, now what becomes difficult? This is this is the part where really things get challenging because what I've got to do is take each of these words of the day from the entire week and let's go ahead and have a review of it because what what I've got to do is create a full sentence. Correct. I believe we had uh quixotic Quixotic, often noble actions, but not grounded in reality. Yes. Mm. And then we had ineffable. Ineffable, uh, too great to be expressed. Mm. Too great to be expressed. Beyond words. Beyond words. And then we had cupidity. Cupidity was also a word. Cupidity, eager or excessive desire. Eager or excessive desire, that was cupidity. And then this other one, I still I still struggle with even saying, ikigai? Ik, ikigai? Ikigai. 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 Um, translates to the value of being alive. The yes, value, your reason for being. Your reason for being. Okay, so now if I, if I take a look. Take a look. At each of these. And I will likely be loquacious. Of course. As I, <laughs> I demmer the idea, which ultimately leaves me to cupidity, in that I am quixotic and ineffable at the idea of ikigai. <laughs> There is absolutely a 96.7% chance that that sentence was in no way, shape, or form grammatically correct. Those are words. <laughs> Congratulations, Justin. You used words in a sentence. Yes. Dimmer. Dimmer. Today's word of the day. Thank it's you. tough to be smart. I got to give it to smart people who use big words. That's, that's difficult. 
what and I guess at what point did we decide let's just start using big words instead of just the small foundational words? You know? I know why the just challenge to, is it to accept a challenge? To better ourselves, to keep the blood flowing. I know why the music didn't play. You did? The volume was down. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. That's, it's that easy. Mm-hmm. All right, word of the day there, uh, the exciting time where Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition. And then at the end of the week on Fridays is really the most fun day uh, for uh, word of the day because you really get to see how, how um, not smart I am because I have to put all the words together in a singular sentence. I bet ChatGPT would beat me 10 times out of 10 on that. 10 times out of 10. Maybe we do that. Let's add in next week. We'll compare. You'll do ChatGPT with it, make a sentence, and I'll make a sentence, and we'll compare whose sentence is better. Nice. I like it. I'm willing to take the challenge. You know, a lot of talk about this AI, ChatGPT, if you hadn't used it yet. Very powerful tool. Extremely powerful tool. A lot of things you can do with it. So I'm also a licensed attorney here in North Carolina, and supposedly somebody used AI, and I'm not sure if it was ChatGPT in particular as far as the platform. There's several, there's AI platforms coming out every single day. But somebody used ChatGPT and passed the bar exam, or ChatGPT passed the bar exam. Someone just inputted the questions, and it won. Now, obviously it would win if it could search the entire internet simultaneously. There it is. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Are we resetting the room? Do I get to start out? Is this my second chance at life right now? Is that what we're doing? I get to, I don't even remember what the word was today. Demur. 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 Dimmer. Dimmer. D-I-H is, is what the pronunciation has it. So I'd say de. Dimmer. See, Dem- Demi, who, who, as you know, is one of the best teachers in the world, she, she helps with pronunciation like when Noah's trying to learn a word. And so we sound it out. D-I-D-E-D-E-D-E-M-E-R. So see, that's how you do it. You have to go back to foundationally to kindergarten or pre-kindergarten and, and really learn and look at the words. So, but I'm glad I got to hear the theme music at least. That's me a nice too. that's me a too. nice theme. It brings me joy. I enjoy it. Sorry about that everyone. No, it's not your fault, it's my fault. I'll take the blame on that. It, it maybe maybe we found a satchel it's of cocaine somewhere and got a little, my fault. little loose. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. You know hip hop turned 50 this week? Okay, hip hop. The genre. Yep. The musical genre. Mhm. I wonder I wonder what was the biggest celebration of that, right? Like you figure, you know, like Jay-Z Puffy. These people had a celebration. Puff. Can I call him Puff? Or is it Puffy? I think he's or, cool with or Diddy. Because uh, he's the same, right? It's Puff, Puffy, Diddy. They're all he's he's the same guy. Yeah, Sean Combs. Diddy. Yeah, Sean Combs. Yeah. Cause I was always but then like was it Puff Master? Was he somebody else? No. There was somebody else who was similar like Puff there Master was a, P? Master P, yeah. He passed away, right? Uh no. No, he's still alive. I told you I am not good at keeping up with music. And Demi Demi is an avid she loves country. Demi loves country music. That's a good genre. I'm not gonna disrespect country as much as I do baseball. I won't do that. Though they are though they're pretty close. 
pretty close. This man is outside of his mind. But I look, and I know a lot of people love country. I know a lot of people love country. And, and I, look, I enjoy Zach Brown Band. Luke Combs puts on a great show. There's a lot of great country artists out there. It's music, talented. I've just never, uh, I've never connected, just personally, just personally. Um, but from for, for hip hop, hip hop was big for me growing up. You know, for us, we we grew up in what I would call the mixtape era, the mixtape era of hip hop of freestyling. You know, it's funny you say that. Mixtape is actually the word of the day on Dictionary.com. Is it really? It is. Maybe that has to do with uh, hip hop turning fifty. My word. But it wasn't. I don't think like technically. I mean, it was this week. So I don't know if they've like narrowed it down to an exact date because they because they try to figure out like okay where did hip hop start? Supposedly it started in New York. So shout out the East Coast. You know, remember that whole East Coast West Coast drama? Yeah, I'm familiar. Biggie and Tupac. That mm-hmm. happened. Yep. And, and so uh, it supposedly started in the Bronx uh, back in the day. I think like Run DMC, right? Like was one of the very first groups in hip hop. And so uh, it's, it's cool to be able to celebrate. It's, it's a genre that we definitely grew up with locally. Uh, hip-hop for, for kids these days is taken on a form of its own. Some of the stuff I, I, I can't even comprehend. Uh, but as we approach this break right here, we're going to get a little bit of news. We're going to come back. We're going to have Dr. Eastman on the phone coming up, host of The L Show. Dr. Eastman of Rose Pharmacy here in Cornelius. She's going to give us the inside. What are ladies thinking these days, fellas? Let's learn something. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 734. And I want to start my day right. Look, I, I made a little bit of a snafu yesterday. I, I, I am working on my words. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to be a better listener in the house. And I'm trying to learn uh, how to be a great husband. And somebody who is helping us gentlemen in learning to be better, to understand what our ladies are going through is Dr. Nicole Eastman. Top-notch pharmacist here in Cornelius, Rose Pharmacy. She hosts a show every week. Her show airs today, 3 o'clock, The L Show, where she is leaning into these topics that have been for so long considered taboo, not being talked about openly, uh, about what uh, ladies uh, go through. And so we're, we're very grateful for her, willing to share that knowledge. Dr. Eastman, I just got to say thank you. I feel like you're already helping me to be a better <laughs> husband. And so I'll pass on uh, my, my thanks to from Demi as well. She wanted me to tell you thank you because I'm trying. I'm trying over here. That's what's important, Justin, that you're trying. That is what is important. <laughs> I've all, I think I've always gotten an A for effort, you know, most of the time. Some things, if I, 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 look, if I don't like it, I just will walk away. But I am giving this a shot. So w- what makes you so passionate to, to focus on just the needs uh, of ladies and, and, and everything going on? You, you are very passionate about it. Yeah, you know, Justin, because I'm one of those ladies. You know, I'm almost 50 years old. And, you know, I don't feel like, when I turn on the TV, when I turn on the radio, that anything is really talking to me, like talking about issues that are important to me. You know, going through menopause is a huge thing. And I promise you that so many more women would talk about it if they had a 
avenue to talk about it if they felt like they were going to be heard. Um, but it just isn't. I mean, you know, I was thinking about the Super Bowl and there was this one commercial that nobody even knew what it was, but it was about hot flashes. Um, one commercial and no one talked about it again, right? But there are so many things that we go through that have to be normalized, that have to be involved in marketing to us, that have to be involved in conversations regardless of the avenue. It just has to be talked about. So that, that's what our show is about. Our show really is about bringing those topics to light. And even though some of these topics are taboo, I've, you know, they're, not, they're not super comfortable topics for people to, to really hear, but just because it's uncomfortable doesn't make it go away because we're still experiencing it. I still experience it myself. <laughs> so I, I, I yeah. have a very, uh, we'll call it um, uh, opaque uh, <clears throat> skin tone. And, and I get very red. I am a big blusher. My face <laughs> turns red many times in a day. And there have been moments where I blush based on your content, Dr. Eastman. And But that's okay because one thing we always talk about, you always bring it back. This is this is medical. This is science. And this this is real. And it's really what people are dealing with. And, and people want answers. You know, everyone wants answers to things in life. And, and this is a particular topic. And so may, maybe part of really excited this month because your series, Loving the Skin That You Are In, I'm just going to accept my yeah. blushness too. You know, as a guy, I'm just going to start accepting it. And you're helping with that. Last week... You had a great topic, Mediterranean diet, mm-hmm. the 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 diet of the Mediterranean. I'm Greek, you know, and and so and you had uh, Doctor uh, Georgiana. Uh, is it Georgiana? Georgian Douglas. Yeah. Georgian. And Douglas. She, and mm-hmm. she came in dropping knowledge on everybody. So what yeah. are you what are you talking about today with loving the skin that you are in? Well, let me first say this. So this this whole month, you know, we're talking about skin. Right. And so because we're talking about skin, it's not really one of those topics that's super, super taboo. Right. So so people can can be okay. Like next month, I can't make that promise Uh for this month for this for this month. Yes, we're talking about loving the skin. We're in last last week. Like you said, we talked about the Mediterranean diet. We talked about also the importance of the gut and how that reflects your skin. Okay. now this week, we're just layering it on. Right. So we are talking about skincare routines, regimens, um, in common ingredients in some of the products that we use in our cleansers, things like that. And I'm doing something a little different this week. I am bringing in someone from the community, actually two ladies from the community, because of course, what's important is, is that because the show is for the ladies of our community, we want to also have their voice on the air at certain times, right? So today is going to be a fun topic. Um, we're going to have a little roundtable discussion just concerning our skincare regimens and things that we can do. Now that we've started with that healthy gut conversation, now we're layering on next steps. What do we do next? What do those regimens look like? Now, let me ask you, though, Dr. Eastman, yeah. you're focusing on ladies. Should 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 gentlemen also have a skincare regimen as well, would you say? Yes. Uh, you know what? Yes. And I'll tell you this. There's nothing wrong with men um, really focusing on their skincare routines either, right? But, but you know, it, it just seems like you don't want to, you don't want to make someone feel like they're going to be forced 
to do something different, but I think it's important that men do have a routine. I think it's important whether or not it is, you know, a simple cleanser and, and a moisturizer. You know, I, all I'll say is this. You have those products, and you, you know what I'm talking about, Justin. You have those products where it's an all-in-one product, where it can be your shampoo, your, 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 your body soap, even your, your, your toothpaste. <laughs> your oh, yeah. Hair gel. Like, it's a one product, all-in-one. We want you to get away from a lot of those because, unfortunately, they don't really address everything that your skin needs. So I'd say for a man, having two products, two or three products that they use, I think is important. You don't have to go all out. But I do think it's important because, again, men age, women age. And actually, I wish I had a picture to show you. Um, and I think I'll bring the picture today on the air, and so I'll, I'll just show it. But there's a guy, um, this old man who has been, uh, let me say mature man, who has been driving trucks for a long time, okay? So there is this picture of one side of his face, and it shows the amount of aging just one side of his face has gotten from the sun, which is a huge thing. So men should also be concerned about, you know, sunblock, okay? So some sort mm. of UV protection because it ages you, it ages you, it ages you. So men should have some sort of routine. It doesn't have to be as involved. I say what you're focusing on is making sure you're protecting your skin from the sun, making sure you're moisturizing, making sure you're using a good cleanser that's addressing things that you need to address. I feel like you're calling me out right now because like when I go out in the sun, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I just need a good base. I need a good base from the sun no, and then I'm going to no, be fine. No. It hasn't worked yet. No, no, no. You, you, have to, you have got to. If there's one thing that you take away from this conversation, got to make sure you have a very, very, very good sunscreen because regardless, like it could be a cloudy day. But the UV rays are still coming to the sun. So just because you don't see the sun doesn't mean it's not affecting your skin. So we, we need to be protected. We are not in an area where it's dark all, all, you know, all year round or half the year. No, you have to have some sunscreen. Absolutely. Let me ask you. So from a product perspective then, because, you know, there's all the marketing mm. ploys on the bottles and what you're buying. Yeah. Like, like, is there, you know, like red dye number four or whatever it is right now that everyone's trying to stay away from from the food game? In, in the sunscreen skincare game, do you have any kind of quick hits of maybe what we should stay away from as far as an ingredient that like maybe historically has been used that we really shouldn't be using? Well, you know what? Not so much what we should stay away from. I think what we want to realize is that we're looking for a specific SPF, okay? We want to get at least an SPF 30, okay? That's, that's what's most important because, yes, there are so many products. And some products are thicker than others, depending upon how long you're going to be in the, in the sun. Some products are thinner than others because some people want to wear it underneath their makeup, right? So, um, you know, not necessarily products to stay away from. What I want to do is just call out that you want to make sure you have an SPF with protection at least a 30. Okay. Dr. Eastman of Rose Pharmacy. She does her show every Friday, three to four o'clock, the L show, where she leans into these topics. Ladies, it's a great show for whatever it is y'all talk about. You know, and I walk in the room and then all of a sudden the whispers stop. Hey, how you doing? That's, uh, that's, I would imagine that's what a lot of it's going on. That's code for. That's code for it. You just walked into something. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly. But as as a guy, I will say I appreciate uh, having the inside scoop, and so you're helping me be better as well. So, Dr. Eastman, gr very grateful for you. Looking forward to your show today. 
Thank you, Justin. I'll see you later. Take uh, care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. Dr. Eastman, she is uh, she she's making waves. She is shaking things up. People are engaging with it. You got to check out the show, The L Show, 3 o'clock. As always, you can pull it up on demand directly through WSICnews.com. Video stream, audio, whatever you want. It's all out there for you. We're going to be right back. Good morning, okay. Justin Kazepis. Thanks again to Dr. Eastman, host of The L Show. She is the owner of Rose Pharmacy in Cornelius, a beautiful boutique shop. You got to go in there and check it out. It's got like the, you know, the, it looks like, uh, you know, at Kohl's, they redid like this whole makeup section for Sephora. That's like the vibe when you go in there to her shop. It's like a lot of white, like the cabinets, the lights, it's all displayed nicely. And then she's got this compounding lab in there that's like see-through that looks like you're in some kind of like underground, super secret CIA place that she's just cooking stuff up in there. Uh, pretty wild, pretty wild. She And uh, she's leaning into these conversations. She's willing to talk about it. And so we're willing to, uh, and grateful that she's willing to do it here. And so it's exciting. Uh, national holidays. Today is Mountain Day. Mountain Day. Bill, you like mountains? Big fan, big fan of the mountain. Went to App State. Uh, Demi and I both did, uh, Ben also went there, um, big fan of the mountains. I, I tend to choose mountains over the beach, just the sand and the salt water. I like a good freshwater stream. Always enjoyed in Boone, uh, going to different waterfalls. There's several, I think a trash can falls was one of the name of it. And, and you go there and you can jump off. Here's the problem, though. You're so deep into it that the only way to get out if you get injured is, like, via helicopter. Like, they got to send in the troops to get you. And some people out there just are wild. You know, coolers. Mm. Full of the beverages. Mm -hmm. Never Never got on board with that. Because in my mind, I'm like, eh. I'm already like a little skittish, never been here before. Don't think I'm going to go first round like, you know, all the way in like that. Not to mention it's a hike. You ever carrying you ever carried a cooler miles into the to the woods? <laughs> miles? No. No. And that's what you have to do though when you go to these places. And so um pretty cool. Always enjoy a good mountain day. National Son and Daughter Day. Okay. N National Son and Daughter Day. Going to going to celebrate uh my son and my daughter today. Probably go, uh, I think we decided for dinner we're going to go get a little pizza. A little za. Nice. A little za. little Friday za. You been to Bricks yet in, in Burkdale, their I've new spot? I've not been to the new location. Yeah, you got to go by the new location in Burkdale. It is nice. And here's what I look forward to most. I like a good pizza. Uh, been leaning into uh, the margarita pizza a little bit. Love the margarita pizza. Great pizza. But here's also what they throw on the menu at the end. S'mores pizza. What? S'mores pizza. You talk about an overloading amount of sugar in the brain in which subsequently may cause a headache. It is delicious. Mm. It is phenomenal. Mm. Comes out the mallows are a little bubbly on top, and you can just, oof, oof. Okay, Bricks. That, Bricks is throwing it out there. Beautiful spot, nice little bar set up, wide open space. Service has been great each time we've gone. 
very uh, family friendly. You know, my children tend to be the ones that stand up in the chairs and start clapping and out of excitement and joy when the pizza hits the table. They accept it there. They accept it there. Burkdale in general, just a phenomenal spot. Uh, Hip hop day. There we go. We beat the national holiday to the punch. Boom. Happy birthday, hip hop. Happy birthday, hip hop. National Align Your Teeth Day. We've talked about uh, retainers before. Yep. I still haven't found mine. I got to go back. I got to ask my mom to to pull out the old uh, you know time box and and grab it out of that. I think I'll just pop it in. Just pop it in. See what happens. Maybe soak it a little bit before. Okay. National Bakewell Tart Day. You like baking? You and Nat bake at all? Um, Natalie's uh, the baker. For sure. I'm I love baking. T- I'm the taste tester. Okay, that's good. I love baking. I get into trouble, though, because I bake. Uh, when I do bake, I don't bake like a single portion. I say to myself, no, 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 we need extra because if this hits, we could share with everybody, particularly right. my mouth. Right. And that's what happens. I'm always like, make, make a few extra. Right. National Face Mask Day. Could have talked about that with Dr. Eastman. Your skin. Do you use a face mask? Uh, no, not, not usually. You have a moisturizing regimen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Just a little bit of cleanser, a little bit of, uh, the CeraVe, I believe it's called. CeraVe. 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 CeraVe, uh, lotion. Yeah. For the face with, uh, with the SPF 30 at least. Wow. Yeah. It comes with the SPF in the lotion? Yeah, man. That's pretty good. I, uh, I use the Cerave face wash. Some days it feels like it works better than others. Uh, National Fufu Day. What? It's a West African dish. Okay. Looks like it's got uh, some veggies. I don't see a lot of meat. That's one of my things. Like, whenever we go to a restaurant, and it's kind of, it's funny, like, when, when you know, we'll go on the, the Duble Date, and, mm. and, you know, Nat doesn't eat the meat. Yeah. My requirement is that there is a meat dish. Right. So we always look for a place that has both. You know what sure. I mean? You got to have both. Right. I, I, I never even really thought about it for those that, that don't eat meat, but ZA is a wonderful unifier. Yes. ZA is an absolute wonderful unifier for everybody. Pizza is a happy place in our household. Got to love it. Love a- it. And I'm not against a good salad. I also like a good salad. Can I add a little protein to it? You know what I mean? Maybe, of course. Maybe a little chicken. Of course. You know, a little, a little blackened chicken. Yep. Uh, and I assume that just means that they put it on the grill a little longer. Is that, is that what it is? Like they burn it? Mm-hmm. Is that what blackened chicken means? Yes, sir. National Presidential Joke Day. Got a good one? Ooh. I don't think I do. Not off the top of my head. You ever seen a president fall asleep? Turn on the news. Oh. <laughs> my goodness. Hit him. National Raspberry Bombay Day. Raspberry Bombay. It looks, it looks like a little, little concave, convexed. Convexed? Convexed. Convexed. Uh, mountain raspberry tart sitting upon something that looks of uh, delicious sponginess. That's and that I, Bombay. And I, I would crush that. Uh, shop online for groceries day. Do you guys go to the store and shop? You have a, you have a mart right there at your corner. Absolutely. And, and you guys go to it. Do you take a shopping cart home and return it? No, we do not. We always... Uh... You got your own bags? Yep. We just lug it. Yeah. Lug it. We we have because of the kids, you know, four year old son, two year old daughter, depending on the weekend. We use it as a going. We used to use the grocery as like a going out, like, hey, let's get out of the house. We'll go to the grocery. Becomes a whole thing. I I ruin that for the family though because I'm the guy 
that sees the random item that I want to try and I put it in the cart. Right. And Demi said, hey, that's just not working for us. Right. It's not a healthy thing to do. It doesn't help us with planning for meals. So we're going to start ordering them online, but we can go still pick them up to have that adventure of going out. Um, but then, and the other advantage though really is being at home. Let's say the kids are sick or been a crazy day. Don't feel like going back out can get them delivered. So there's certainly some convenience there, uh, uh to that. And so, uh, it's, it's been, it's been pretty nice. It's been pretty nice. Uh, also a lot of birthdays today, Pat Shannon at nine o'clock coming up the home ad show. If you hadn't listened to the home ad show, give it a whirl. And every day at 1045, Pat gives the wheel a whirl and gives away prizes every day. There's a few people that are going to call in. Can I circle back real quick to, sure. the, to the grocery? Yeah. Um, genuine curiosity. Have you ever gotten like a fruit or something that you didn't, that you were like, man, this is just bad. I don't know why they. Yeah, that's they the, that's the negative is you can't control produce that's being selected or my other big one, the expiration date on the milk. Ah, you have to assume that if it is someone from the store, because it is third-party companies that'll come in Correct. right and do the shopping. But if it is actually the store picking it, hard to believe that the internal policy of the store is not to get rid of the most right. closely expiring product. Right. So that is definitely the negative to ordering online. Right. See, I, I think they would be really particular about their produce because the last yeah. thing I think anybody would want would be that kind of, you know, reputation. Correct. But what are you going to do? Like, what are you, what are you going to say? Like, like they have bad produce. No, come look at our produce. I'll, if it was me, I would call up WSIC and let, let people know what's going on. They gave me the rotten cucumber. They gave me the rotten one. And I, I mean, but who are you blaming? Are you blaming the store? Are you blaming the dash of doors? Who are you blaming? Everyone is at fault. And you didn't get off the couch and go pick it up? It's not a me problem. <laughs> but that is, I mean, it is definitely a consideration. It's funny, my uncle, um, who worked at, for a grocery store for a long, long time in California, they now moved here. And uh, that's something that, that was the first thing he, it's funny you asked that, that's the first thing he asked when we told him we ordered. He says, well, what about your produce? Like, it was just like an instant, like, inside information there. Like, there's a game here to this. So you got to be cautious. Uh, but back to uh, Pat Shannon the real treasure, who never is rotten, never has been spoiled. His show, The Home Ad Show, airs Monday through Friday from 9 to 11, The Home Ad Show. If you want to buy something, sell something, trade something. And so it gives away prizes every day, too. If you got a birthday, you got an anniversary, there's a few people calling in today. Chris Helmworth, Helmsworth, Hem, Hemsworth's birthday. You a big Chris Hemsworth fan? Yes. He's actually my favorite of the Hemsworth brothers. Right. He uh, he plays uh, Thor. 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 Among other things. And, yes. Yeah, among other things. He's in a couple of good, really good movies. Um, but yeah, Thor is his. I would probably For his some biggest reason, role. I just can't think of the other good movies. Right. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's birthday today. All right, brother. He, he's you can talk about a classic, right? For world wrestling. Yeah, brother. That was uh, he was he was the big shot. He still rocks that that motorcycle. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, brother. Stash going on there. Technically, didn't he? Isn't it? Is it a Fu Manchu where you do this and then like the little dimple in the middle? Is that a Fu Manchu? Yeah, or is the brother. Fu, is the Fu Manchu just like the long stash? Yeah, brother. Yeah, that's what he does. Joe Rogan's birthday today. All right. Still waiting on the invite to be on his podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. 
great for the station. I, and I feel like, too, I've given him a lot of love with watching Fear Factor recently. Yeah, a lot of unsolicited love going to Joe Rogan's way. And we are now on break. And so thank you, Digital Fam. I just let that go right by us. We'll be back in a bit. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis, Bill's on the Sticks, 805. Got hit with that hard break going out of the hour before. Got slapped with it. That was good. Always nice. Uh, I was celebrating, man. We I'm were. Sorry. No, no, no it's okay. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> celebrating Hulk Hogan's birthday. We got so excited. Uh, okay. I, I, I like butter. I enjoy butter. I, I like butter on toast. Butter is a very uh, prominent ingredient. Is it fair to say? Pretty, pretty common. Pretty common. Uh, Illinois takes it to another level, though. They got their state fair. They've got this cow that they involve at the state fair. Entirely made of butter. 800 pounds. If you're on the video stream right now, WSICnews.com or any of the social platforms, Bill's got this picture of this cow up. Is the and there's a man like milking the udders with this cat. Is the man also made of butter? Yes, I think the man's made of butter. I think in another image it's a little more clear. I think I think he's like got a flower doing something with a flower. I don't I don't know, man. That's a lot of butter. 800 and this thing is well sculpted. It looks like a cow. Does butter go bad? A uh, butter expires, right? Like I would imagine cuz it's got like you, you churn that cream into butter, right? And I know cream expires. Maybe something magical happens when you turn it to butter and it doesn't expire. You put your butter in the fridge, Bill? Yes. You know, you don't, I don't think you have to, right? Isn't that like a thing? Like you yeah, can you definitely leave? don't have to, no. Isn't that weird? Like why, like, why do you not have to put butter into, is it the preservatives? I don't know, man. I feel like we should, we should ask, uh, I'll ask Dr. Fred about that, too. Yeah. He'll know about that one. Uh, He's got a show today. He does have a show. Dr. Fred does health talk every day at 4 o'clock. So we hit you with the back-to-back on the health and wellness. Love to get Dr. Fred's thoughts on butter. He's t- he taught me about the oils, you know, like vegetable oil, canola. All those oils are not good. Mm. And so we, we've, tri- we've switched to avocado oil, coconut mm. oil. Yeah. We like those two a lot. Sure. It's good. Butter's pretty natural, though, right? You know, because I think if you just churn the cream, you know, you just give it the old for as long as it takes, mm-hmm. it'll turn into butter. So pretty natural. But an 800-pound sculpture of butter. I think, you know, could you, do they let the people, you know, take a little scoop and take it home with them at the end of the fair? Like, that should be like your, you know, at a party, you have like, you know, uh, take-homes. What is that called? You have, um... A little take-home plate? Yeah, a little party favors. Party favors. Party favor. State fair favors get you a scoop. Bring it home. But you wonder, too, like, when they made it, was there a bunch of hands all over that butter? Had to be. Had to be. Hopefully wearing gloves. But it's pretty intricate process to make it smooth. Yeah, probably carved it out. Nice butter knife. That image is pretty pretty stout. So, again, if you're on WSICnews.com or on any of the social platforms, you can see this butter sculpture that is just... It's almost nauseating to think about that much butter, yeah, too, at the same time. Yeah, it looks hard to breathe. Is it hot in Illinois right now? I don't know, man. What if that cow starts melting? Uh, they should just put it on top of a griddle and just let it melt all the way down. Right. That would be pretty cool. 
The symbolism of our country is oh. melting away. Okay. Just like this butter statue. Happy Friday, y'all. This is it. This is it. What's on your mind this morning? 844 Studio 4. What's the hot spot? So, Bill, you're going, you're going to Greensboro. You're going back to the borough this weekend. You got a little lax tournament. You've been doing any pregame? You packed, ready to go? I'm not packed. I am not ready to go. I am not prepared. I am not conditioned. You driving tonight? Um, I think I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. What yeah. time's the tournament start tomorrow? Uh, first game at ten, so it's about a ninety minute drive up. You you also coached kids for oh, a yeah. long time. You're yep. a big fan of that coaching kids on athletics. Do you miss doing that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely fulfilling work. Well, let's get you connected with somebody here. You want to coach some kids around here? We'll find somebody for you to coach. I'll coach anybody. Anybody looking for a lacrosse coach, call 844-STUDIO-4. Bill, uh, top-notch. I'll coach you up. Uh, little, little, you know they play right here at Robbins Park all the I, time. I see it all the time. It's awesome. All the time. Basically right across the street from our studio very here cool, in Cornelius. Very cool to see. Something that was not even thought of when we were growing up. And I'm very excited for Robbins Park to keep getting developed. I asked, actually, Mayor Washam about it. I know it's in the plan um, here in Cornelius to continue and finish out that project for the Robbins Park because they're adding a bunch of lacrosse fields. Uh, that's part of the schematic is to add intentionally lacrosse fields to the park. There's the section kind of, you know, if you're on Westmoreland, you've got Alexander Chase, the apartments, and then on off Catawba, you've got Robbins Park. So between those two behind it, there's these just fields that are just, you know, overgrown old fields. Those will all be fields, actual play fields. And I believe lacrosse, lacrosse and soccer, I think are the two main components. Sure. And so, that's uh, awesome. yeah. So, if you're looking for a lacrosse coach, we should have asked the principal at Huff yesterday if I th- they're. I think they got a pretty pretty good squad. They got a good squad. Uh, but the little leagues, you enjoy the little. Is there a particular age that I'll, you? I'll coach them all, man. I like doing it. What's like your favorite though? Like you know, five year olds, ten year olds. What's kind of your realm? Um, what's been the most fun for you? Or do you think that you connect with the best? I, I mean, the high school kids are, are pretty cool. Yeah. To, to work with. I mean, I started playing in high school. Yeah. So, um, you know, but the young kids, you know, that kind of sixth grade and up level is. What's your you know, favorite thing about lacrosse? I get to run around, and play with my best friends, man. You like running? Uh, okay, not so much the running anymore. There was a time though when I enjoyed running around with my friends. Yeah, and so uh, if you if you needed somebody to help with lacrosse, build a buffer can help you out. Eight four four two four. You did play professional lacrosse. This is true for the Charlotte Hounds. Oh yeah, big deal. Yeah, came and saw you. Yeah. At a, was that at Memorial Stadium in Charlotte? Yep. What a venue. What a venue. They Very still nice. play lax there, right? Is um, that where they play? Yeah, when they do come in town, they have like several tournaments and showcase days and stuff. Do you think, is where is lax in the scheme of things in the sports world? Is it still, is it a lot, it's getting much more popular at the kid level here. Do you think the professional level will continue to rise? Yeah, the professional level, the Premier Lacrosse League, uh, you know, they play on, you know, right now, their season's going on. Um, they got games on ABC. The game's definitely growing. Um, they have like a tour-based model, which is kind of strange, kind of unique, but definitely a good business model. I think they'll settle down into territories, actual teams. You know, it'll be the Charlotte whatevers. Um, and so tour-based meaning like they're pretty much just on the road constantly. Correct. So they just go to different cities and play like one game Friday night, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Um, all the teams play and they do like clinics and stuff. Is there an astronomical amount of games in a season? Uh, like no. baseball? <laughs> no. Okay. No, not like baseball. Do you think it would turn into like a once a week, 
you know, like football style or somewhere in between? I think they want like a one to one or two. Okay. Two a week is is a nice nice number. Is that um, too tiring for you as an athlete? Like for that game in particular, given the amount of running, or I mean, it all depends on my paycheck. That's <laughs> facts. Right. I can. You know, I'll just keep playing. I can stay loose. Yeah, and just keep going. So there you go. So lacrosse, maybe you got a, maybe you've got a, a, a youngin who plays lacrosse, and they're enjoying it, and they're having a lot of fun. It's right. it's changed. So when when I played for a short stint, right back in high school as well, didn't didn't really gravitate toward it as well as Bill did. Uh, back then though, North and Hopewell had one unified team. There was not Correct. an independent team for each school. That has since changed. I believe each school has their own team. Am I? Am I? I know Hopewell did have their own team for a little bit, but um, and they were separated. I, I don't know if Hopewell still has a team. Right. Okay. Well, hey. So maybe you got a thought. Maybe you got a young new place. There you go. The phone's ringing. Maybe Bill's about to pick up a new gig as a coach. We're we're gonna find out here. Eight four four Studio Four. Would love to hear what's on your mind this morning as we roll through. Couple of things happening uh, today. We're gonna let you know about that. And uh, also, community calendars rolling. You've got an event you want people to know about, WSICnews.com. You submit right there for free. If you've got an event you want the community to know about, just go to WSICnews.com, click events. You can submit your event for free on the community calendar. Would love to tell the community about it. We are all about the local, hyper-local community, small businesses. You got an event going on, put it up there. We've got an event happening later on today. I think there's like one seat left maybe for it. I'll tell you about it as soon as we come back from the break. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844-STUDIO-4. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepish. School's starting back up. Shout out to the LKN Knights Demi School there. Second day with kids. Second day with kids. Uh, kindergarten, right, they bring them in in batches. They say, whoa, 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 we're not going to unleash 20 kids at a time per class here. It's your first time coming to school, youngins. Take your time. Five a day. So they get five kids yesterday, five kids today. So second day of school. Uh, the routine's getting good. The routine got, got better today. We were up. Demi and I got a chance. We sat down together this morning a little bit. Had a little, a little us time. Kids on the mend. Very grateful to the fam for helping out when the kids get sick. It's nice to have a good support system. It takes a village. You got to have a good support system going on. And we at WSIC, we want to support businesses in the community. So today we are hosting a business seminar with the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. It's from noon to two today about building a brand. See, if you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter what you do. You could be a landscaper. You could be own a string of hair salons. You could be a financial advisor. Mm. You could be Hulk Hogan, the wrestler. Brother. Everybody's got a brand. And so that's what we are going to do is we are going to introduce the concept of helping you build your brand in the community. You got to register for the event. There's like one, maybe two seats left, I think. And I, there may not even be, I haven't even confirmed with Bill Russell. I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of seats left. We are providing lunch as well. The Lord's Chicken. We are going to have Chick-fil-A there. Shout out to the Cornelius location, Chick-fil-A. Uh, they are, we are going to have lunch provided. And so we're excited about that. But that's what we want to do, right? That's our ultimate goal is to help the community thrive. One of the reasons why our digital community manager, Richard Shannon, is so adamant every Wednesday of shouting out every small business in the community that we can 
And so that's what we're about, right? We have all these tools, we do all this marketing, we do all this production. And so we, we are on the inside as far, as far as what it takes to build a brand. And it takes time. It takes time to build a brand. And we wanna help small businesses build their brand. So that seminar is going on. Maybe you won't have an opportunity to uh, take part in that seminar, but connect with us and we will get you the materials that we are giving away as part of that seminar because we want to help you grow your business even if you can't attend. We're not recording the session. We, we, we're going to keep it kind of, hey, you got to be in the room to be part of the discussion at least today. But we do offer one-on-one -on -one consulting as well with businesses. So again, if you've got a business question, you want to help build your brand, that is what we are expanding WSIC to be, to be the hyper-local small business builder. There's not a lot of tools for the small businesses. And I don't like using the word small. I prefer more the word boutique, right? As an entrepreneur myself and having owned multiple businesses now in here with WSIC as well, I get it. It's a lot. You, you are either working on your business or you're working in your business. Those are the two options. And you want to get to the point as a business owner that you can work on your business rather than in your business. But sometimes that's difficult and you need help. And even when you're working on your business, you can't do everything. And so what you need are leaders who can assist you with growing your brand. And that's what we do. So we'd love to have you be a part of it. Reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you. Uh, Bill, I, I, I'm a little saddened. I'm a little saddened today. And it's not, that, it's not that something is wrong. It's not that something is wrong. I just find myself wondering, what's tomorrow going to be like? Hmm. You ever find yourself wondering what's the next day going to be like? Absolutely. But you don't have to worry because you can just be here in the moment. Because what's the difference? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you ever find yourself like philosophically? Let's get, philo let's get philosophical for a second here, Bill. All right. Do you ever just stop and pause and say to yourself, why not just go ahead and eat another donut from Daylight Donuts? Um, I absolutely do that. Do you, do you miss the box that was sitting there on the counter from before? Yes. It was sitting right there, and then it was gone. Yeah. Did you, find, did you end up eating that little coconut shaving that was on the desk? That's between me and the man upstairs. <laughs> you ate it. You ate it. I know you did. I couldn't resist it either. Gotta love a good donut. Gotta love a good donut. It's probably not good that I resort to food as my continuous uh, kind of coping mechanism. You know? Is that, is that you know... Yeah. But maybe I just think about the food. Is thinking about food just okay rather than like actually eating it? Because I can't just get up and walk to Daylight Donuts right now. I remember when, we, when you said that we were about to get philosophical. Yeah. And then you talked about a, a speck of a donut. <laughs> and now we're, we're full we're fledged. Donuts. We're full fledged into donuts. It's easy to get onto donuts, though. It's easy to get onto food. What, what so far now, having been back in Charlotte, you got a favorite spot in Charlotte you guys like to venture for, for food when you and Nat go out? Um, there is like a little restaurant area right in our neighborhood. Al Michaels, always great. Um, classic restaurant. We ate there the day I moved in. Oh, uh, is that the, uh, the Irish, is that no. the Irish spot or no? Uh, it's not Irish. It's a uh, full blooded American. Okay. Um, Al Michaels, you remember it's like a, a big house restaurant. We had lunch there. Gosh, my memory's table. getting bad. Well, it was a big deal for me. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I had a great time. Yeah. Always yeah. enjoy spending time with friends. Are you spending time with friends this weekend? 844-STUDIO-4, what's happening this weekend? Is there anything locally happening this weekend? Of course there is. There's always something going on. There's always a good time to be had, and you can have it too. Also been diving into that Brooklyn South a little too frequently. 
Is it the knots or the za that gets you there? It's that buffalo chicken za, man. Buffalo chicken za. Brooklyn South has been there for a long time. So there was one. There was there was a moment where they like closed for some renovations, and this was back, gosh, maybe maybe a, almost a year ago now. And I had put out on social media like, oh my god, like the way the post sounded, I thought they were closing. And they weren't closing, thankfully, but I like comments, oh my gosh, a staple of the community, gone. Oh, we're going to miss you. We love you. And it was like, no, 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 we're just closing for renovations. I don't know. What are you doing? Stop. Stop. Stop telling lies. And so I had to, I had to backtrack a little bit. I said, oh my gosh, you scared me. Be careful with the words you choose. You know, what's your, like, like when you leave the house in the morning, you, got, you and Nat have a routine, like when you leave the house, what's your routine when you, when you leave? Is she still sleeping by the time you leave most days? Yeah, she's resting. Yeah, resting. That's a better way to put it. I don't want to say sleeping, right? Correct. So she's, she's just resting. She's awake. Yeah. But she's not like up, walking around. Nope. Just doing a little stuff. kiss on the forehead. I'll see you later, are sweetie. You, are you allowed to have your dog come down and stay with you, or no? Does, you, does does your dog have to stay not allowed at the apartment? Oh, our dog's allowed. It's a uh, we do we've done so much traveling. We're like gone every weekend. So, yeah. Um, it's good living the spoiled life right now. Probably under a blanket at grandma's house. Do you think that when you when you have a pet and you start spoiling the pet, there's a point that you reach that you say, okay, why is the pet living better than me? Or no, is it just that your pet becomes such a part of your family that you can't even think about right. it? Right, I mean, it, my take on it is it, it might as, if it's going to be somebody, it might as well be the dog, you know? Because at least somebody can enjoy life. At least life. somebody has, yes. What do you, what, what's Jabo doing right now? Like, Under a blanket, guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> gone out on its walk. Yeah came back is he a good walker or does he just violently attack every other dog that comes near uh he'd rather not see another dog at all at all at all no friends well friends is the family but no other pet friends we'll say yeah not really trying to make any friends no no group dates hitting up the park his world is big enough have you ever tried to take jabo to a park oh no 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 that's you'll hear mike jackson with the news story (laughs) dog parks are interesting dog parks are interesting uh i i I tried taking my my last dog i had he he passed away gosh it would have been 2017 at this point marley you remember marley i do remember a boxer pit mix uh pits for a long time right had a very bad reputation i think that's changed a bit i think there was been a big movement about you know pits aren't that bad right like pits aren't naturally just a bad breed sure and so you see a lot more of them in the community now. A lot of dog parks park, par- popping up. I- I'm trying to learn the etiquette because, like, one time I went and, like, you know, dogs get a little too friendly. You know, there's, there's some people, you ever met that person that just gets a little too close to your personal space that stands right here against you and will have a conversation and not realize that they are too close? You know those people I'm talking about. Dogs do that too naturally. Just get a little close. And I try, I have a cat at home, not a dog. She gets a little too close. And I've just started doing this thing where she likes to like, cats like to rub against you, right? Like that's like a, one of their signs of affection is like they'll come and they'll do like a little swipe. I'm standing there in the dark, pulling, pouring a little cup of coffee. Oh, what is that? And oh, it's the cat. You know, it's almost like you, you wonder like there's another creature in the house that you forget because they're stealthy too. Cats much more stealthy than dogs. But when you go to the dog park, there's got to be some, le- it seems like a lot of risk because it's just wide open. And then you see these situations where like dogs just don't act right or they get a little too friendly or one minute the dog's okay and the next minute the dog's not. 
Would you like next dog that you get, Bill? Are you going to get another dog after Jabo? Um, is yeah. it Jabo or Jabo? Jabo. Jabo. Or Jabo. 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 You got to say it. Yeah. Boja. Yep. Goes Are you going to get noodles, an... <laughs> Apple? Really? Yep. <laughs> you going to get another dog after Jabo? Um, I'm sure at some point. Are you going to go with the same breed? Uh, probably not the same breed. Um, I'm a big Datsun guy. Oh. I also uh, wouldn't mind a little Rhodesian Ridgeback. You ever seen those dogs? They have like a little no. mohawk in the back. No. Yeah, and they're like African dogs. I guess they used to um, hunt like lions in a pack. It, would hunters. that do well in the city? Like do they need have a lot of energy they got to, you know, exude? Yeah, they probably have a lot of energy. That's the one thing is the breed. You know what I mean? Like what level of breed do you get? So you, it's twofold, right? You want to – I kind of would love to take a dog to a dog park and let them run around and play and have friend time. Sure. But then it's also like I don't want your dog's habits infecting my dog's habits. Okay. Like, like don't go teaching my dog right. things that right. they shouldn't learn. We've been working on that at the house. You know, kind of like sometimes parents with their kids. Like, hey, how about we act right? Like, no, it's not – I don't want to teach my kid that. Right. You know, parents, you know what I'm talking about. You guys know what I'm talking about. You yeah, get I'm the, talking about. You, they, you get out there with the kid and like, yeah, I don't want that habit. I don't, I'm not interested in that habit. There's some good habits out there. There's some bad ones. 844-STUDIO-4, good morning, LK. And we got Joe Berg coming up next, WSIC sports director. He's got some inside information for the weekend coming up. We're looking forward to it. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis, 834. You familiar with Barstool Sports? The the, I guess is it a publication? Is that is that the right way to describe it as as a publication? Yeah, I'm familiar. So Dave Portnoy, who owned who created Barstool Sports, he sold it for like five hundred and fifty million dollars. Five hundred and fifty million dollars to this organization, but then he bought it back for like a dollar, a dollar, and they're big on sports. Obviously, Barstool Sports, they have a bunch of different types of content they put out. Sports lifestyle. Joe Berg, did you did you report on the uh, uh, Barstool Sports sale and rebuy? No, no, you know, that's not really a, a, a big uh, big sports story. That's more of a sports media thing. And uh, me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Barstool. You're not? What do you not like about Barstool? Uh, they're a little, they're a little over the edge for my kind of taste. Really, for Joe Berg? Yeah, a little bit. What is your limits, Joe? Like, how far will you go? Um, well, you know, typical sports journalism is usually as far as I go. Not the uh, the way that Barstool tries to do things. There's nothing typical about your journalism, Joe. Particularly in that you bust open these stories wide open. What was the most recent drama you talked about last night? I don't know if it was really drama, uh, but there was an excerpt from a book uh, detailing Phil Mickelson and the amount of money that he has spent and lost in gambling. Well, that's that's top of mind right there. There you go, gambling here in North Carolina. You're a big uh, Caesar's Palace guy. What do you what do you think? Did he lose too much, or is it all relative? So the 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 report, and this is. This is all in a book for a, uh, a famous sports better, but apparently he had a, a, a friendship with Mickelson, and he it did. said that Mickelson spent over a billion dollars in bets. That's a lot of has, money. And has lost over a hundred million dollars. So he okay. So he okay. So he bet a billion and is net negative a hundred million. That's what the report is. 
That's a that's so he lost one point one billion dollars in betting. Is that what you're telling me right now, mathematically? No, I think I think what he lost is the hundred million. Got right? it. So okay, so he still he still got back nine hundred million. Yeah, I mean he's not too terribly in the negative, but I mean a hundred million dollars, like man. Isn't Michael Jordan a big better too? Isn't he big in the gambling game? He is, and you know one of the one of the conspiracy theories. I don't know if I should even talk about this, but one of the conspiracy theories about Michael Jordan's suspension and. Or, or not suspension about him retiring and going to play baseball was that he was suspended from the NBA for betting. And they just kind of kept it hush-hush and said, go play baseball. Did he bet on himself to win? See, that those reports aren't, aren't clear. See, this is that kind of inside information that you give to everybody, Joe Burke. So now you're breaking a news story. The real reason why Michael Jordan got out of the NBA and went into baseball is because of his gambling addiction. There you go. Thank that's, you, Joe, that's for that. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Well, that's what you're telling people, and you know what? We'll back you on it. 100%, Joe. Not a problem. What's <laughs> going on this weekend in the world of sports? All right, so we have NASCAR at Indianapolis Road Course this weekend. Ooh, Brickyard. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it is the Brickyard, but it's it's the road course, so it's not as great. Now, here's the, here's the issue, So so and we'll go ahead and tell everyone, I don't believe we're going to be carrying that race this weekend. That's the one race where I don't believe we're going to be carrying, I could be wrong, Tim Tim Sherrill, our traffic manager. Right. I don't think we're going to carry that one. Not because we don't want to. There There is a separate media rights, you know, back-end scenario with Indianapolis in particular. They, they kept their rights to broadcast their race. I think they're like the only venue left that is separate from PRN and MRN. And so we weren't able to work things out to be able to carry that race this year in particular. So we will not have that particular Cup Series race on WSIC. Well, that's just unfortunate to hear. But you know what? It it is not going to be the best race of the year, I can tell you that much. So it's not like we're missing out on the Daytona 500 or something. Why Why are you throwing shade toward Indianapolis right now? It's never been a good track, uh, the road course, that is. Now, people want to say that a race is good if the last 15 laps are entertaining, but the the 100 laps it takes to get to that are not very entertaining, and that's kind of what I'm expecting to see from Indianapolis this weekend. How terrible is Denny Hamlin at road courses? He's not bad. He used to be a, a ringer at road courses. He has... A few wins there. He was always really good at Sonoma. Uh, but we only have two other races at the Indianapolis road course to really see who uh, who fares well there. And Denny was one of the drivers who was in contention for a win two years ago. Well, in contention and actually winning are two different things, Joe. Well, we he got he got wrecked. So. Well, he should have he should have been paying attention to his lines better. I told him to go see an optometrist. He still hasn't <laughs> done it. So, who is Martin Truex Jr. still your, still your guy for the season or what? For the season, yeah, I'm sticking with Truex right now. Um, he's just on some kind of roll that not many people are matching right now. Um, but for this weekend, I, I'm not going to go with Truex Jr. I'm going to go with our boy, SVG, Shane Van Gisbergen. He's got, what, one win under his belt? He's got one race, one win. He's about to have two races, two wins. You th- oh, you think he's just going, going a hun- batting 100. Is that what you're saying? I, I think so. What, what makes you believe in him for this particular race? Well, it's another road course, uh, and it's flat. So it's very similar 
in the way it drives to the uh, Chicago street course that he won. Now, it's a little different because the street track has all 90-degree turns, whereas, you know, an actual road course is more not, you know, it's like actual sweeping corners. Um, but because it's a flat track and because that's really important is to know how to handle the power on and off getting in and out of those flat corners, I think Vangus Bergen's going to be the guy to beat. And there, I played a sound on the show, a soundbite from Kyle Busch. He also thinks that uh, SVG is going to be the driver to beat. But isn't it isn't it a fact that he only had to race 75 laps last time, so he kind of won like by default? Or do you think that he actually had the skill to win the race? No, he. so NASCAR did have to shorten that race by 25 laps, which was unfortunate, but he had the fastest car on the track, and it wasn't even close. Okay. All right. Well, we'll give him the, we'll give him the shot. What else is going on this weekend? Well, tonight you got Charlotte FC taking on Inter Miami in the League's Cup quarterfinal matchup. The fact that they're even in the quarterfinals is a shock to begin with. You, uh, they surpassed your expectations. They really did. They and they're doing better than the women's uh, national team. How about that? Well, we knew that was going to happen. I don't know if we knew that was going to happen. Well, you didn't believe that was going to happen. You had them winning the whole thing. That's That was the bet you put down. I had them at least making it to the finals. Who Who's made it to the finals? Who they're is, not there yet. Oh, they're not there yet. So who, So we're, how many more rounds do we have left? Well, we're in the, they're in the quarterfinals also. Okay. All right. Um, so you had Spain beat the Netherlands. You had Sweden beat Japan. And then uh, tomorrow is France and Australia, and then England and Colombia. There was a time ago, uh, Bill, you remember the World Cup back in the day when France won, uh, or they were playing. Zidane, was it Zidane Zidane? Yes, with the header. You, the header. I remember that World Cup years and years ago. But they ended up losing, I think. Didn't France lose that World Cup, too? Uh, I think so, to Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a good one there. All right, what, what's going on in baseball? Are they doing anything besides sitting around right now, Joe? No, they're, they're playing. They're definitely playing baseball. And how and is your team? Who was your team? Was it the Cincinnati? Was that who you were going for? So the 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 team that the scoreboard is bandwagoning for the rest of the year is the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, like I said in, during the show, I think I put some kind of curse on them uh, because they've fallen two and a half games out of the division lead, and now they're bu- they're behind the Cubs. So that's rough. I, I want to apologize to all Cincinnati fans, but they're only a half game out of the wild card. Tons of baseball still left to be played. Uh, I think there's about 50 games left for most teams. So, And that'll get done in what, in like a month? No, a, a little more than a month. Usually October is, is when the playoffs start, right around then. So end of September, early October. If you were to play professional baseball, what position would you play, Joe? Uh, I would have been a center fielder. Are, are you fast? I used to be. Okay. A little slower now? Yeah, I, I'd say so. I always thought I could be like a Mike Piazza. You know what I mean? Put me behind the plate. I think I would have enjoyed that. But my how knees, are your knees? Yeah, yeah. my knees. How are your be, knees? I'd have to be like down, like you know what I mean, like just always sitting, like on on my shins. I feel like is how I'd have to be. Can you do that in baseball? I mean, so you can if there's nobody on base. But if there's somebody on base, you you don't really want to be caught on your knees. Oh, you don't. No, because you you might have to make a quick throw and. You want to be on your feet so you can step and throw. <laughs> but what if I what if I had that ability, Joe? What if that was my secret? You know, because isn't there a whole thing with pitchers and like how they just throw some pitchers throw weird, right? The way baseball will declare that's just not how you throw the ball. You but can they, be 
you can be like the kid from Rookie of the Year and break your arm and all of a sudden throw 100 miles an hour. Well, and then the Cubs would recruit me real fast. Exactly. That's you you just have to throw a ball from, from the bleachers to home plate. All right, what about NFL? Because, you know, we got, we, we're, stir, we're getting ready, baby. We're there. We're there. I know. Well, tomorrow the Panthers play. And they will be on WSIC because, you know, WSIC carries the Carolina Panthers. They do, and they will be on WSIC. They're taking on the New York football Jets. So you made the bet a couple months ago now, uh, or a month ago, that Bryce Young, first play, throws the touchdown pass. Are you sticking to that? I don't, you're going to have to find that sound bite because I think that's a you thing. <laughs> yeah. And we just rode right into the break right there. Absolutely, Joe. We are on break here on radio. We're still with oh, the digital. No. Fam. Yeah, that was good. I got caught again. That's two in one day, man. That's I wasn't even one. looking. We, I wasn't even looking. Neither were been. we. Neither, <laughs> neither were we. And so I got caught again on that. Uh, but appreciate you, Joe. Joe Berg, the scoreboard airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Joe, what you got on tap for today? Uh, we're going to talk about the NASCAR race coming up. Uh, we're going to recap the day in baseball. And obviously, we got to talk about Charlotte FC a little bit because they're taking on Inter Miami tonight. Inter Miami. And is this the round of six? Is that what, or eight? I mean, excuse me. Yep. Technically, round eight, quarterfinal matchup. Um, they'll be playing Messi. So I've been saying the key to the game don't let Messi score. Just just put four guys on him if you have to. Just slide tackle all day? Yeah, just don't let him score because if you let him score, they're probably going to win. Okay. All right. That's Thanks, been Joe. the trend. You're the man, Joe. Appreciate you. I'll see you, you later. Have a good one. All right, bye. All right, digital fam. We'll be back to radio here in a minute. Maybe we'll have our act together for the last segment. Nobody knows. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazevis, 848. You better get to work. You better get to work. It is Friday. Friday. Bill's on the sticks. Got hit by the heartbreak again. But look, we stuck with Joe Berg through the digital. I didn't want to cut off his thought. And uh, he had some inside information there for our exclusive digital fam, WSICnews.com, as well as the social media. So Joe Berg, the WSIC sports director's take, is in the round of eight here. The uh, Was it semifinals? Quarterfinals? Did he say? Quarterfinals, I think it was? Quarters. Quarters. Uh, Charlotte FC playing Miami. Messy. Not M-E-S-S-Y, M-E-S-S-I, the player, Messi. Uh, the, Euro- the European sensation. I think he's Euro- is he European? Correct. His take is that Messi, we're gonna, the only way we're going to beat them is if we break his ankle. That's basically what Joe Berg put out there for the world, is that in order for Charlotte FC to win, slide tackles will have to be the most utilized resource for Charlotte FC. He did not say that. It's hard to disagree with that take because Messi is good. I don't know if soccer's really prepared for intentionally like going after people though like that. Like obviously it's happened over the years. But Joe Berg's taking a hardline stance on this. And and, and so I it's difficult though, man. I don't know. Like, do you want to go just slide tackling everybody all the time? I don't know how even I feel about that. I feel like Joe went a little far on that. I feel I feel like maybe he should have toned it down just a smidge. Again, if you're on the di- digital fam, you heard that. I ah, I don't know though. Like, it, like Denny Hamlin putting people in the wall in NASCAR is one thing, right? You're in like this metal box. But to just be trying to break people's ankles in soccer and going intentionally after, and he's got to be careful about that because you know he is a broadcaster and like and, and he wants his name taken seriously out there. 
He can't just be throwing shade at players like, hey, we're going to break his ankles. We're going to go after him. Let's get him. You know what happened? You know, January 6th, Trump's been indicted like four times. We don't need Joe Berg getting indicted for causing a riot. We don't need that. We need Joe to be on the board every day for his show, providing us with the most you know, intuitive sports updates that we possibly could have. So we've got to really be careful, Joe, about that. I don't know. I might have to have a sit down with him and figure this out. Because like, I'm all for like breaking the news story. I'm all for putting the information out there. But with Joe taking some of these takes the way he's done, I mean, he already broke. The, look, I get it. And some of it, like he came to me, he said, look, I got to break this story. We have to. The people deserve to know. The NBA lottery, it's rigged. The NFL, cash under the table. Refs, they get, they get briefcases handed to them. And, and some of it, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about it. But to try to promote just Charlotte FC just breaking people's ankles, I don't know if that's the right move. I'll let you decide. But Joe Berg, the sport, the scoreboard with Joe Berg airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. He's got some hot takes. You can watch him, too, on the, on the video stream. I, I catch his video. Most of the time, my kids are running around the house crazily uh, at that time of the night, and I, and I try to catch him. And Brian Summers' show. Wow. You talk about the most local man in radio. Brian Summers, on the record with Brian Summers, airs Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m., just bringing in the community into the studio and showing them love. That's what he likes doing. And it's, a, it's awesome to listen to. It's awesome to watch. Again, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can watch. You can watch all of our local content. we got a big lineup today. Pat Shannon's coming up here in about 10 minutes. Pat Shannon, the, the absolute legend, world famous. Always enjoy his show. 11 o'clock, Senator Vicki Sawyer. I believe she's going to be here today. I haven't heard otherwise. I believe she will be here today. Yep, she should be back from she vacation. She will be back from the vacay, getting ready, representing the people of North Carolina, working hard. She's part of transportation, too. I think she's chair of transportation. And so that's a big topic. I know that they've been working very hard trying to figure things out. What do we do about all of our infrastructure, all of our roads? She's working hard to do that. So if you've got a question for her, 844-STUDIO-4 at 11 o'clock, you can call and ask her questions. She loves taking calls. She's really good at taking calls and addressing the concerns that people have in the community. All of our representatives do, our state representatives, and they'll help direct you if you've got particular questions about things. Uh, even Monday, Representative McNeely uh, got a call. Someone called in asking about, uh, it was, I think it was this past Monday, asking- was a school bus driver? May have been a school bus driver. Somebody was calling because they keep getting these spam messages, right? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like and, yeah. and, and so he directed them to, I believe, the attorney general's office as far as where, you know, where you can report these things. And I get those scam messages all the time, all the time. So that, again, that's the ultimate uh, advantage of having leadership come in and do shows is that provides you access. I told all these show hosts, look, I'm going to tell everybody, it's basically your office hours. You can call in. You have... You have my permission as the owner of WSIC to call all of these state representatives, all the mayors, all these people that do shows here. The phone lines are open. So if you've got a question, you call and you engage with your leadership. That's how we're going to better our society. That's how we're going to continue to be great is by engaging and asking questions. Don't be afraid. Don't shy away. Ask questions. Continue to learn. Continue to get knowledge. One of the reasons why we do the word of the day every day. I'm trying to get better trying to improve. And part of that is, you know, on a educational level as far as just general knowledge, but then also finding out what's going on in the community. And then we've got Todd Starnes as we do every day, Monday through Friday, noon to three. For those addicted to national politics, you get it every day, noon to three. And then at three o'clock today, 
what's today? Today's Friday. So again, the L Show, Dr. Nicole Eastman. She owns Rose Pharmacy, the L Show, where she is leaning into topics that may be taboo and difficult to discuss, particularly for ladies. She's talking about uh, taking care of your skin. Skin care is the, the, the August topic. So each week she's got a skin care topic. Excited to hear what she's got going on today. And then Dr. Fred. You know, Dr. Fred, uh, he, he sparks, he, he's not afraid to have conversations. He sparks controversy sometimes. You know, we got into YouTube jail uh, for a week because he, uh, Vidco, talking about Vidco. And, but he's back. I said, look, I had a good conversation with Dr. Fred yesterday. I said, don't shy away. Don't you shy away. You, get, you, you, you are the doctor. You are reading these studies. You have access to information that most people don't. Don't shy away from telling people what you're seeing out there. And I commend him for it. And we'll always back him for it, too. He's a nice guy. He, he breeds, uh, I think it's short-haired pointer something. He breeds dogs, too. He's big on that. You can check out his Facebook page. He's big on the breeding the dogs. Okay. Yeah. And I told you, like, if the apocalypse ever happens, I want Dr. Fred on my team. Because this is a guy who's going to survive. There's a couple people on that list. I can't tell everybody who's on the list, right? Because, like, look, I'll be a little selfish. I think if the apocalypse occurs, I need to keep a couple people for myself. It's not that I don't want to help you as the community, but look, the apocalypse happens. <laughs> it's, it's free for all at that point, people. But maybe WSIC will bring the exclusive play-by-play of the apocalypse. That's probably going to happen at some point. Pat Shannon's coming up next. He's, uh, I, I, I enjoy, uh, love the stories that Pat tells of the community. And you can call in and engage with Pat every day. He loves talking to you. He was telling me the other day how just the way people are willing to call in and share their life and share, and share the memories and thoughts and things of the community. And so keep it going. Call Pat. Uh, the number's still in Statesville, 704-873-1400. At some point, that will transition. But for now, 704-873-1400 is the, the phone line to call into Pat if you got something you want to buy, sell, trade. Maybe mittens the kittens got lost. Maybe you found kittens the mittens. And so you can call in and talk with Pat. Bill, as we approach the end of the hour here, any final thoughts on the week? Anything that stands out to you as far as, you know, this week, Justin, you really messed up here. You really, you really did a bad job with this. Uh, I actually only have praise for you. You've done an exceptional job leading us. Um, I guess personally... Pretty bummed I just missed those last two hard breaks. Um, that's directly on me. It's because our content was so engaging. Right. We I were did, so with it. Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. Well, and it happens when Joe, someone like Joe Berg drops the knowledge that he drops. I mean, again, when he starts, starts giving you the inside information about things, it, you can get lost in it really, really, really easily. Yeah, Joe speaks, I listen. Yeah. It, one of the events where, that I'm looking to do this weekend, sit on the couch and watch some TV. I'll get outside a little bit, and they and look. This is a study. I think it's a scientific fact at this point. Men tend to hog the remote of the TV at home. Bill, do you hog the remote at home, or is it kind of shared? How do you guys do it at the house? Like, like, is there a point? Like, I'd like to think it's shared. Um, we always ask each other's input. You know, usually I don't. I don't want to pick. I like it when she picks. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't. You don't care. I don't care. What's like? What's what's Nat's go-to show at home? Oh, we have a ton that we're going through. They're all 
Um, really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Love Island UK. Movies versus shows. Uh, we tend to do shows. I uh, did watch that Johnny Menzel, Menzel documentary. Not familiar. Um, Who's Johnny Menzel? Oh, Johnny Football. Oh, Johnny Football. Yeah. Why didn't you say that? Johnny Menzel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wildlife. That guy went for a wild ride. Yeah. Um, the, the, and what's the new Sex in the City show? No uh, idea. And just like that. Okay. Yep. Caught up on that a little bit. Not familiar. Yeah. Well, you're missing out. Joshua Doby, who does his show on Thursdays, Dollars and Cents, he was dropping the financial information yesterday. I think he was saying Disney Plus is increasing their pricing. Is that what I saw? Is that what he said yesterday? Yes. And investors like the idea. Of course they like the idea. More revenue coming in. Now, now the subscription prices are going up, people. COVID. Everyone's cost has gone up. They're doing it again. Inflation continues. Although the report came out, right? Wasn't inflation not as bad this time as they thought? I think I saw that the CPI index, the consumer price index, not as bad as it could have been. That's a pretty good headline. Gotta, you got to watch out for those two-line headlines. You know what I mean? It's clickbait, people. It's clickbait. Get your knowledge from, from the most accurate source. The most accurate source I know, Pat Shannon. Here exclusively on WSIC. Also WDSL, I think is the other station there out of Moxville. We love our Moxville fam, our Davie County fam. I love you, my kids. Hope you have a great weekend. Hug your loved ones.